This program has been pre-recorded for airing at this time. Please hold all phone calls. Are you between a rock and a hard place? Are you not sure if you're a sinner or a saint? Do you think you've lost your salvation? Let me take you to the New King James Version. In the book of Matthew, chapter 18, verses 12 through 14, and Jesus says, What do you think if a man has a hundred sheep and one of them goes astray? Does he not leave the ninety-nine and go to the mountains to seek the one that is strained? And if he should find it, assuredly, I say to you, he rejoices moreover that sheep than over the 99 that did not go astray. Welcome to Save the Lost at All Costs. Posted by Save the Lost at All Costs, Inc. Featuring your sister in Christ and humble servant of the Lord, Nina S. Griffin. Good afternoon. You're listening to Sister Nina S. Griffin, and we are on Save the Lost at All Costs. We're going to open up the phone lines right away. If you are local, you'd like to call in, you have a praise report, a prayer request, a simple comment, or you would like to recognize our special guest today, we'd love to hear from you. The local number to join in on our discussion is 702-650-5588. Again, 702 702- 650-5588. If you're calling outside the Las Vegas area, we do have a toll-free number for you to join in with us today, and that is 800-366-8883. Again, 800-366-8883. We are being streamed live from KKVV's website. Their web address is www.kkvv.com. We are waving to you. Hello and God bless. We're also being streamed live from Save the Lost at All Costs' website. And our web address is savethelostlv.org. If you have missed any of our previous broadcasts, please look for our tab that deals with our weekly archive. Just select the date that you like to listen. We have years of broadcast up there. As the Spirit leads you, tell a friend, and it's always free on our watch. Again, that web address is www.savethelostlv.org. Have a lot of resources. Please hang out and stay a while. And again, tell a friend. If you have an Apple device, we are being streamed, excuse me, archived on iTunes. And again, it's free. Most people have a cell phone, and I would like to give out the cell phone number. You can listen to KKVV anytime you like. You can listen to Save the Lost at All Costs right now. That number is 605-313-0630. It only works in the United States. Again, 605-313-0630. So I have some special guests in studio. We are celebrating a great move of God. In the center, we have Chaplain Brother Rico Diamante. Brother Rico, will you say hello? Hello, Minister Nina. God bless you. God bless you more. And then directly across from me, two of my most favorite people, we have Pastor Terry and Lady Desiree Terry. And hello, family. How are you? Well, great in the Lord. Hello. God bless you. God bless you all. All right. So, Brother Rico, I understand that there's something that is going on in your life, and we would call this a testimony. So, Pastor Terry, for those people who are not familiar with the testimony, would you please tell our listeners what a testimony is, please? Well, it's based on an experience that we've had in our lives in the past. And it can be, you know, 
the near past or it could be years back we had an experience uh, a lot of people especially I know a lot of the old preachers that I used to deal with used to explain that God permits or allows us to go through tests in our lives but if we trust him our test will be a testimony because we'll have a statement of faith that we can testify to how God brought us out. So testimony really is an account of an experience I've had. But it it is only a testimony because God brought me through it. God brought me out of it. Amen. Amen. Well, Brother Rico, I think it's testimony time. No, I just want to say, you know, to anybody who's listening, and I know some guys, uh, you know, where I work, listening right now and, you know, with their families and stuff like that, and that's a beautiful thing, but I don't have that luxury. I'm just going to be real honest. This is my family right here. To anybody who's listening, this is my pastor right here. This is my minister, Nina, right here. And I love Sister Desi over here. So this is my fam right here. I just want to put that out. And um, I'm grateful for you guys. I've been with you guys since 2010. Pastor T found me in Narcotics Anonymous when I was over there arguing with people about Jesus and stuff like that because, well, that's something else. Anyways, I want to pray real quick, if we can. Sure. Father God, it's in the name of Jesus. Father God, I come to you right now. Father, grateful. I'm so grateful. Father God, Jesus, you are my Lord and you are my Savior. I just want to thank you for pulling me out them streets. Thank you for blessing me with, with my church family right here, my pastor, who's taught me so much about the Word of God, Father God. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Father God, teach me to just be as honest as I can, and the words that come out of my mouth be all of you and none of me, Father God. It's in the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. 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 Okay, now, I mean, I got, um, it's a lot different for me right, right now. I got 10 years of sobriety under my belt, and I'm just someplace different right now, and I just want to go right to the word. So what does that mean, Brother Rico, when you say you have 10 years of sobriety? So people are not familiar with that terminology. Okay. I have not picked up a, drink, a drug or a drink in 10 years. It's been 10 years. Amen. Give me some, <laughs> Brother Rico. Amen. 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 Pastor Terry, I understand you got a testimony like that, too. What's yours, sir? 32. Absolutely. absolutely. It's 32. You know, uh, the January. Mic, the mic, sir. The mic, sir. January the 15th, 1987, I went into a place called Pacifica House. And... I made my mind up going into that uh, rehab that I was through living the life that I'd been living. And by the grace of God, you know, I celebrated 32 years in January. Man, praise God. So, you know, um, again, I say by the grace of God, you know, because there's so many people whose message is that they're clean and they're sober because of the work that they've done, you know, and the work being the 12 steps. And the 12 steps really is not designed to keep anybody clean. The 12 steps are an alternative. Just because you work the 12 steps don't guarantee that you're not going to pick up. But it is an alternative. You can choose 
to implement those principles embodied in those steps in your lifestyle. That's how you can get over or you can overcome practicing, being a practicing drunk or being a practicing dope fiend is that the principles, and the last time I checked, it's, it's, it's 12 steps, right? Yeah, not nine. Okay. But when you look at, I believe, all but four of those steps, God is in it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So when people want to try and get around the fact that God was the one that made it possible, you know, people want to make it look like that there was something that they did so extraordinary. And I, I want to really uh, differentiate between what abstinence is and being clean. Clean is now I'm living a different lifestyle. My outlook on the way I live and the way I treat other people and the way I operate, how I handle business is different. I don't conducted the way I did when I was under the influence, when I was caught up as a practicing drunk, a practicing uh, addict. No, I handle my business different because God's cleaned me up from the inside out. So I just, I wanted to share that because we got a lot of folks walking around that got a few days under their belt that they haven't picked up, but they still don't treat people right. They still can't be trusted. They still have no integrity or credibility. Uh, They're not really representing what that total change ought to be. And that's something that I think is missing in a lot of rooms of recovery. Thank you, Pastor Terry. And like I said, I'm not even here to pat myself on the back and blow myself up. There's a dude at work asked me if I was getting a cake, and that's when it hit me. I said, wait a minute. Get me a cake for what? And I'm going to go there right now in the Word of God. I'm going to go to the book of Ephesians, chapter 2, verses 8 and 9, and I'll be reading out of the NIV. Once again, this is the book of Ephesians, chapter 2, verses 8 and 9. The Word of God says, For it is by grace you have been saved, through faith. And this is not from yourselves. It is the gift of God. Not by works, so that no one can boast. So that's where I'm at right now, Minister Nina. Amen. I like to... That's where I'm at right now. I really, really am. You know what? I like to look at verse 10, can we? Okay. So verse 10, I'm in the New King James Version. It says, For we are His workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. So for those who have a mindset that is working the steps, what are you working the steps for? And after you work the steps, what are you going to do? Is that your claim to fame? Is that you keep coming to these meetings looking for your coin and your cake? Because I will tell you there are plenty of people who do not go to meetings don't know anything about the meetings and the book has only been in existence 
that's been authored by a man for only so many years. So what do you say to the people who don't know anything about that book or don't choose to use that book and are not looking for a coin or a cake? Because I know plenty of people who were saved by the Lord Jesus Christ. And he's a deliverer. He's not a step taker. And that's what I was thinking. I was thinking maybe we should make him a cake. So I don't I don't knock anybody if that's what you want to do. But give credit where credit is due. And if all you're there is to get a cake and a coin, then you've missed it. Because right. uh, you don't understand verse 10. It's for we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. So, and my whole thing is, Brother Rico and Pastor Terry, Lady Desiree, how come people have to keep going to different types of meetings? And I don't mean that I don't understand AA, no, I don't good. understand I NA or CA, but how come you guys can't get it together in your house? If we're only there to work 12 steps, what's the problem? Let me let me you know comment what I mean? why, on why why on, why do we have all these people doing these walk bys, brother Rico? Mm. <laughs> if 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 we have, you know, twelve steps. And if we're truly working the steps, you know, it clearly says what the objective is. How come you just have all this, you know, you know chaos? That, can I tell you what the eleventh step says? This is the eleventh step in the rooms of recovery. Of course you we can. sought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God. Praying only for the knowledge of his will and the power to carry it out. That's what the 11th step says. Word for word. Am I right, Pastor T? Yeah. And man, do I get in trouble when I bring that up. Well, you know what? Here, here's, here's the bottom line, really. I, I don't have a problem with the meetings in terms of having meetings. I don't have a problem unless the, the meeting is anti-Christ. I don't have a problem with the 12 steps because the truth of the matter is the 12 steps really lead to one step and that is surrender Mm. and i'm surrendering my all to none other than the lord jesus christ who is omnipotent omniscient and omnipresent and this is the part that's missing when it comes to the meetings and when it comes to the literature they're using and most of the people if they really understood the coded messages that Bill W has in Bill's story alone. We won't even talk about the rest of the book, but just in Bill's story alone. He he, he pays homage to Christ and mm-hmm. then he also mentions him several times. He calls him a friend, and he capitalizes it, and, and that is to denote divinity. There's a, a number of ways that I mean, he uses messianic overtones, and he uses theological words and phrases. But people, the average person, don't have a clue about that because they haven't been to school. I've studied the languages. I understand when I see certain things what it means. That's just like when you read verse 10 there, and, of course, you... I think you might have been reading from the New King James Version. Yes, sir. The King, the King James Version reads this way, For we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus under good works, which God hath before ordained that we should walk in them. The word workmanship right there is the word poema. It's the, where we get the word poetic or, po- or poetry. Mm-hmm. We are mm-hmm. poetry in action. Amen. We are God's living poetry. Mm. See, and and, and here we go again. Here we go again, just like this. 
people pick up the Bible and read it. But the thing is, is when I go into a meeting, most of the time when I go into a meeting, and um, I can go into any one of them, and there's going to be somebody there that knows me. And I, I tell you that most of the people that know me when I come in, most of them don't want me to speak because they know what they're going to hear. I'm going to give it to them straight. Okay, and and I understood what Bill W. was trying to do when he wrote the big book. But a lot of people who, and some of these people got double-digit years of, of clean time or sobriety or whatever, and they don't even know this. And, and when they hear it, look, when somebody brings revelation to you, you ought to be open to receive whatever you can learn. Every day I look for an opportunity to learn. I'm a student first and then a teacher. Amen. 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 But I have done my homework. I've done, you know, uh, my due diligence. I, I've a, look. I made I made it a point to go to Bible college and seminary, and I graduated from both of those entities. And I did it not so that I could show off a degree. I did it so I know when I open my mouth what I'm talking about. And that is the problem when we go to these meetings. You have a lot of folks because they got a few days under their belt. They want. They want to act like they're authorities on something, and you got people that come in, and they're hurting like a dog, and they hear these people that are trying to impress somebody, and it's not helping them because they're not really hearing the solution to the problem. What they're hearing is somebody's ego, you know. So, uh, yeah, there is a problem with these meetings, but I will say this. There are times that you can see God working in and through those meetings because sure. somebody shows up and i'm a witness to that okay right now they might kick you out yeah i got kicked out yeah kicked but but somebody shows up and they drop a word and the word is from the lord now not everybody gonna receive it but if only one here's a prime example i met rico before he he was coming up on six months and he said look i've never made it past six months I have a sponsor, but when he prays, he's praying to somebody I don't even know. And uh, when I ask him who he's praying to, he tells me, don't worry about it, just pray with him. <laughs> you know, and listen, that, that, yeah, that's I crazy. That. I remember. That's crazy. You literally put in your life in somebody's hands. So that's nine you and a half years ago, huh, Brother yeah, Rico, when that was he happening? Found me in the room. They came up to me, man. I couldn't believe it, man. I started crying, man. Come I mean, on. you know, hey, I'm look. A, I wanted a Christian sponsor. I was praying for a Christian, Christian sponsor. And but I did God him. answer your prayer? Yes, he did. Praise God. About, about this man in my life, man, he, this, he really tapped me up. The first thing Pastor Terry told me was, if you start hanging out with me, you're going to lose a lot of friends. And he was not lying about that. I don't, I mean, you know. You were right, Pastor. Yeah. I lost all my friends because of you. Well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing, I'm playing. No, that, I'm you, playing. It, it's fair. It's you, fair. I love you, man. You're my way, you. man. This is my pastor right now. I love you so much. Well, can I say this? You was losing them anyway. <laughs> I know, that's right. <laughs> it, it wasn't a matter uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. of if, it was just when, right? Oh. And uh, are you all right that they went away, Brother Rico? Yeah. I'm good. I feel real good right now. So you're not singing the... Uh, Harold Melvin and the Blue Nose, where are all my friends? I'm looking for y'all. Hey, that's not bad. <laughs> I'm looking for that's y'all. Not, huh? So, no, th- th- that life is over, Brother Rico. Oh, you're right. And you picked up the righteous life. You know, I, I do want you to share some of the thoughts that you took note of, you know, that you took the time to, you know, to, to single out 
you know, um, I understand that you, you, you got your pad and you made some notes. Um, I want you to share that with the listening audience. Cause you know what? There's somebody sitting out there listening to this show today and they've been going through the same thing that you deal with on a daily basis at your job, you know, and, and other places with people that don't really understand that God is God because he does all things and he does all things well and he never fails. That's why he's God. You know, and if you believe that a book or you believe that a step or you believe that somebody else who is leading you, a sponsor, can save you, here's the thing, after you've done all of this work, to stay clean or sober what about your eternal destiny what are you going to do about heaven we do you know if you you busy doing all this work listen one day you gotta die i mean look hebrews nine twenty seven says as it is appointed unto man once to die then cometh the judgment it's gonna happen sure <laughs> it's inevitable Amen. you can't stop it so what then? Where are you headed? Share with us. It's hard for me to talk about, but you know, I got to get some of this stuff out. Even right now, I mean, my first experiences were alcohol when I was four years old. You know, my uncles used to get me drunk. and used to play music, and I used to sing, and I'd dance. When I was four, I could, I could remember like it was 20 minutes ago. And I remember I, could, I, remember I loved it. I loved the attention singing and dancing while well, they would give me alcohol. This is at four years old. By the time I was 12 years old, you know, I was selling drugs and doing drugs. And I just became a, a product of my environment. I know every addict and alcoholic has an excuse, but I didn't. I never heard of church. I never went to church, never knew that, you know, as a kid. All I seen was parties, drugs, alcohol, violence, See my mother getting beat up all the time, that kind of stuff. I didn't see nothing good. So I became a product of my environment. Anyways, I'm not here to talk about war stories and all that stuff. You know, we talk about when I went to my last rehab on July 27, 2009. Notice how I said my last rehab because I had already been through a bunch of rehabs. I started the program actually in 1997. It took me 12 years to get it right. 12 years it took me in the program. I got saved in 99. Ten of those years were in church. So I was saved in all kinds of churches, living a double life. Mm. I mean, they're praising Jesus, doing all this stuff, part of the music ministry, food ministry, outreach ministry. But as soon as I would get out of church, I would turn to this other person. And I was addicted to a lot more than just drugs and alcohol. You're talking to somebody out there it right would, now. Yeah, I know. I, I got so sick of the, the double life that I was... You know, that was, it was killing me in church, but I, I couldn't do nothing about it. It was bigger than me. The drugs and the alcohol, like I said, it was just part of my addiction. Gambling and sex was was big, big too. I I won't even make a friendly gamble right now. I don't gamble because that, that, that almost killed me right there. Just the gambling addiction is just as bad as the drugs and the alcohol. Same with the sex. So, like, when 2009 came around... Like when you said you made a decision when you went to re rehab, July 27, 2009, I, I did make a decision. I surrendered to the NA program because people in the church wouldn't listen to me. They kept telling me I wasn't right with God. 
but I was trying. I, I couldn't stop smoking, and I was smoking crack and drinking everything. I, mean, I was doing a lot of drugs, pills, everything. I was addicted, but nobody would listen to me. I, I can't. I could not help it. I didn't want to. I had people laying hands on me, praying with me all the time, but I would still go back out. Mm-hmm. And I hated myself for it. Here I am saved and praying every day. Mm-hmm. So I had to get real, real honest. I had a problem. I mean, the disease of addiction is real, man. It's it's horrible, horrible disease. Mm-hmm. So when I surrendered to that program of Narcotics Anonymous, I did good for two years. I was run, running the meetings. But I never, never once called Jesus a higher power. Never. And that's the reason they voted me out of those rooms. Because I always said that Jesus is God. That part I never had a, that's all there is to that. I'm not even going to uh, fake that. So it's kind of hard for me because a lot of people in the rooms, you know, I actually loved them, but they didn't love me back. And Rico, why do you go there? We don't need that, that here. But, you know, your book says I'm supposed to be honest about my spirituality. Mm-hmm. You know, I was saved. Even though I was living a double life in the church, I, was, I still loved the Lord. And that's why I love David so much in the Bible because he was always repenting. Mm-hmm. And I was always repenting. I still repent daily. I mean, even though I'm not living a lot of sins, a lot of crazy things still go through my head, my mindset. I think a lot of crazy things sometimes. Man, where'd that come from? You know what I mean? I'm just being honest, you know. And drugs and alcohol was just the solution to what's really, really going on in my head. You know, just a messed up, messed up childhood. But, you know, it, it is what it is, you know. I can't hold on to resentment because that's going to lead me to a relapse. So I had to learn to forgive, and I do forgive. I forgive myself. I forgive others. Mm-hmm. And I'm in a good place right now, and I'm not here to blow myself up because i got 10 years of sobriety. Not at all. Was it hard work, Brother Rico? Go ahead, man of God. It's fine. You're with your family. We're blessing people right now, Brother Rico. It's just hard to say. I I really love God. I remember being at that recovery uh, association that you were involved in, Mm -hmm. Nina, and a young lady who was one of the vendors, she was talking to me and uh, Rico, and she said, look, I have some family members that have problems with addiction. Can you can you guys help them? And uh, Rico's response to her was, well, uh, she said they need recovery. And, and, and Rico told her, he said, recovery is not for people that need it. It's for people that want it. Yeah. Well, you want to tell them again, Brother Rico, so, they, so they'll know? Recovery is not for people who need it. It's for people who want it. And you got to want it bad. And I, I do want it bad. I love being sober. I love being clean. And I love the fact that I have Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. It feels good. Sometimes that's the only thing that feels good. You Amen. Know? Well, we're going to take a caller right now, Brother yeah. Rico. Hello, you're on Save the Lost at all costs, and God bless you. Hello. Hi, Sister Nina. It's B. Hey, Sister B. How are you, woman of God? <laughs> I'm wonderful. Hello, family. Hello. I can see you guys. I love you. Hey, B. Miss you. 
just I just wanted to call in and um and uh, support my buddy over there. You know, addiction is hard, and it's hard when people don't understand where you came from. Um, I know he struggles a lot, you know, with some things, but you know, Rico, you did a great job in ten years. Amen. Amen. I will see that. You did a great job in ten years. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that a lot of times it wasn't easy for you, but you made it. You know, you made it. You know, um, pretty soon we'll be celebrating fifteen. Before you know it, you'll be at the thirty-five years. I'll just worry about the date. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I get that. <laughs> and um, I wanted to go back with Nina. He did mention how a lot of times it's not 12 steps that you need. It's just the faith and um, the trust that you have in the Lord that when you're saved, it's done. Amen. Um, I've been very fortunate that, um, you know, I was, um, I decided one day I was done. And uh, the Lord came into my life at that point. And he said, you know, you're right. You're done. It's over. It was 22 years ago this February. And, um, Amen. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. And, you know, it's amazing every day when you when you wake up with a challenge of what to do next, you know. As long as you keep your eyes and your focus and your purpose on the Lord, it's an easy battle. Easier than most of us let it be, you know. So I just want to encourage anybody that's listening um, it's just the first, the first step can be your 12th step. The Amen. first step of, of, of reaching out to the Lord and entrusting him with all that you have inside you, because he put it there. It's done. It's over. Amen. Amen. You just have to stay focused. Amen. You have to read your word. You have to know what he says. You have to know his promises. And you have to, the most important thing is you have to believe and have the faith that it is going to happen. Amen. 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 Sister B, go ahead. All right. We love you, Sister B. Thank you for calling in. You're welcome. God God bless bless you. you. God bless you. You know, Sister Nina, one time in church, I don't Mm -hmm. know if you remember this lady, Desiree. uh, Maybe it was about my five-year mark. I was kind of acting up in church one time. You probably, I don't know if you remember this or not, but I was acting up, acting foolish and stuff. And you checked me one time. You go, Rico, you want to make it to six years? Do you remember telling me that? Do you? She just checked me. I mean, now I know what you meant by that. Because even then, you know, I just shut up because, you know, I don't want to make you mad. But <laughs> but now I know what you meant, that Rico, you know, had to put that ego down. I remember you always, because you know recovery, I mean, you, you know a lot. And, and also, in, in fairness, uh, Brother Rico, you needed to be in an environment where it was safe to express yourself. You had yeah. been in environments where you were being clipped. And if you're a bird, you can't have your wings clipped. you got to be able to fly. Amen. Wings are what elevate you to the next level. Pastor Terry and Lady Desiree, Ray, excuse me, and created an environment yeah. with our worship environment that you could be honest. You could be real. We weren't here to judge you. We needed to know exactly what was going on so we can be very specific in our prayers. Amen. You can't be general with God. God is an intentional God. Mm. He's very specific. He's a God of order. And so we have to be able to create an environment for our members, our family, because we are kingdom warriors. And we can't address stuff if we can't say what it is. Because some people say, well, I'm not going to name it and I'm not going to claim it. I say, he's a healer. What do you want to be healed from if you can't discuss it? 
And so if you can't speak among your family, it says, you know, bring them to the elders, you know, those who are sick among you. The scripture tells us it's very specific. You know, we're supposed to lay hands on that. But how can you bring the sick among you if you won't even say that you're sick and what you're sick with? And the thing is, is that, you know, it may be drugs. It may be alcohol for somebody else. Lying is a problem. Mm -hmm. You know, gossiping is a problem. Bullying is a problem. Not taking care of your responsibilities is a problem. Always challenging leadership is a problem. We can go on and on and on. So to me, everybody can benefit from recovery. Everybody's addicted or afflicted with something. You know, that's just where it is. And if you can't call a thing a thing, then we got a problem. And so I appreciate you, Lady Desiree and Pastor Terry and Brother Rico, for trusting us with what it is that you needed so that we could be better men and women of God to support you. Because if my brother Rico's in trouble, I'm in trouble. Amen. That's the way I felt about it. So if you were going through, we were going through. You know, if the listener that's out there and struggling need to be able to go to the Word of God mm -hmm. and find a verse just one verse mm -hmm. that deals with recovery. Mm -hmm. I have one form. Would you share it with us, man of God, please? Amen. First John one and nine. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna turn to Amen. it. Amen. I can quote it, but and I'm brother Rico, turn if you to got it. one, then you share one with us too. Okay, yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna I'm gonna go to Romans. Turn. Okay. I'm gonna turn to it. So uh, the mics are hot for a reason. <laughs> we are. We in First John. Chapter 1, verse 9, I'm reading from the King James Version, and Amen. it reads this way. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. This is a recovery verse. How much unrighteousness, Pastor Terry? All. So that's everything. Not some. That's everything, right? Everything. Do you hear that, Brother Rico? Yes. Everything. Everything. See, everything. you know. Praise God. And, 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 and here's, here's the thing. We as believers, when we come to Christ, the word righteousness just means to be in right standing right. with God. Mm -hmm. Our position changes. Mm -hmm. We're no longer outside of the grace and the mercy and that promise life that God gives to those who receive his son. We have eternal life. Amen. John 14, 6 says that I am the way, the truth, and the life. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. Mm -hmm. And those who believe in him, what? Well, they will never they will never perish. Right, amen. But you can't come through, get to the Father unless you go through Him. But you Period. want people that want, that, that, that you have people that want to try and exclude. Right. Jesus. You're right. Are they says, no one comes to the Father except by me. I should have quoted that whole, right. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes it's to the, the Father, Father but by me. or through me. Amen. And, and you, there's no way of confusing that. He's, right. he's explicit in what he's saying. There, there's not several paths to no, the Father. No. There's no. one path but to the Father. But you got people out here, and right. that's what they teach, and that's what they, some of them call themselves, they call themselves preachers. How are you going to be a preacher and you're not preaching the gospel? Because that's the only message that the Bible gives you is the gospel. You can't be a preacher if you're not going by what's in the Bible. But my, my whole thing is that <laughs> we know 
the Bible tells us that our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ gives these things as gifts. The, yeah, absolutely. So, so you cannot be a gift from Christ if you're not following Christ. That's right. So I don't know where you got your credentials, but you, you can't separate them. Right. And also, Brother Rico, to give you a little encouragement, I want you to know, and I think you already know, I don't take commands from demons. I don't take commands from imps. I don't take commands from simps. I don't can't take commands from anybody who is against the kingdom of God. So for some people who try to come against the kingdom of God, even if they come and try to you know, hurt me or do whatever they want to, I'm not afraid of them. It says the fiery arrows will come. They will come in the day and they will come in the night. But they said, the word of God said, they won't prosper. Mm. So I expect it because that's what the enemy does. He's on his job. I don't have to get ready. I stay ready. I actually expect it. So I'm not upset when someone tries to come because I already know their heart set. I have discernment. God has revealed them to me. And if I'm driving down the road, I like to know where the potholes are. I'm not upset. You know, I don't want my suspension being thrown out. Rico, I got things to do. I got places to go. I have people that I need to, you know, serve. And minister to. So I'm not upset. You can always tell an empty wagon, Brother Rico. It make mm. a lot of noise. You, you, you know what? Can I, I have a question for First Lady Desiree? Okay. If I may. All right. Okay, you, since the very beginning, like in 2010, mm-hmm. and you seen and you knew I had a lot. I know you know I had a lot of issues and stuff. Mm-hmm. Did you think I was going to make it? Yes. You did? Yeah. You had faith in me, huh? I have faith in God. Oh, you know, I mean, all right, all right. All I right. have faith in God, and I know what He's done through my husband. Okay, and God plus this man, there was no doubt. Right. You know, and you made a commitment to be a servant. That's right. And when you make a commitment to be a servant, there's a lot of stuff that you have to give up. That's You're right. going to lose a lot of things. So she was committed. She was at her post. And if people yeah. came to their house of worship, they could be at anybody's house of worship. So Amen. for somebody to come through that house, then that's a divine appointment. Amen? The reason I, I ask you that is because there's been a lot of other brothers mm-hmm. in Pastor Terry's mm-hmm. life. They were in and out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They didn't make it. Mm-hmm. I did. I, I, you know, I, I mean, I stuck with it. You know. But it goes, one, it, 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 one thing, Sister Desi, go ahead, please. One thing that I saw with you, Rico, is that you were humble, you were teachable, oh, and you wanted it. Amen. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, there it is. You know what? I was just looking at. 1 Corinthians chapter 11 and I could quote it again but I want to read it and I'm reading from the King James Version be ye followers of me even as I also am of Christ the one thing that I told you Rico when what, what we what verse was that man of God the beginning okay 1 yeah. Corinthians 11 right okay. verse 1 yeah, if I, if I say that and don't give a verse, it's always at the beginning. Okay. Now, the first thing I told you when we met and you told me that you've been looking for a Christian sponsor. Christian sponsor. 
And I told you this. If you stick with me, you'll make it. Amen. I say, I'm going to tell you exactly what you need to do. And it's up to you whether or not you choose to do it. But I also pointed out to you that what I was suggesting to you didn't come from me. And I made it a point to to make it clear to you that at any time, if I wasn't following the word of God, Mm -hmm. then you weren't supposed to follow me. And that's been anybody that I've ever worked with. As long as you stay on course and you use the word of God as your roadmap, you can't go wrong. Amen. And it's for anybody who want it. But that's that's a lot of people need it, but it's for anybody who want it. But that's that's our that's a, a mandate that should happen in our Christian walk when we're following people who are leading us through what we should know in Christ. It when we look at the qualifications for the elders and the deacons, Pastor, you're just saying what that is already been mandated as far as uh, scripture. Because if, you know, they're not following, if they don't present these characteristics, if their walk is not transparent, then uh, I don't know who they're representing. You, you know, know they're representing themselves. I'm, I'm currently serving, for those who are listening, I'm currently serving um, with a church uh, by the name of New Bethel Baptist Church. And I am greeted... And I am addressed as Elder Terry. I pastored like 20 years. I planted churches. I dealt with people of all ethnicities and people who come from all different walks of life. And, you know, my whole quest is to serve. Amen. That's it. It's to serve. You know, and and one of the things that I see happening where I am, sometimes it's not what you say. Now, that does matter. But people are more interested in what you're doing. They're watching your life and the greatest sermon that they may get may not be the one you preach, but the one that they witness in your walk. Amen, your testimony. Uh, Brother Rico, there's some notes that you had. Would you share some of them with us? I just got a text from my friend Manny who's trying to call in. but Call back, Manny, 702-650-5588. Manny, 702-650-5588. Five five eight eight. We're still on the air for a little while longer. We'd love to hear from you. Did you hear that, Brother Manny? Um, let's see. Send me a shout. Anyways, I'm, I don't know. And I, I feel really, really good. Um, well, you got something you're going to read 
over there? Well, I'm sure. No, I'm good. You know, okay. I, I don't want you know. It's not. It's not about you, brother Rico. Yeah, yeah, you're right, it's you're it's right. about leading people to the Lord. This right, is called right. save the loss at all costs. Right. So right. you got a great opportunity here, man of God. Amen. Amen. So let the Lord use you. You know, I have a heart for um, like what I was talking. You know, about some of the other guys, other brothers didn't make it. Sister Desi, you know what I mean. I don't have to mention their names, but there's a couple of brothers, man. I mean, I loved them, and they just didn't get it. You know what I mean? And, it hurts me. I got a heart for anybody that's suffering with addiction. You know, guys, you know, my age, older, you know, whatever. I mean, I don't know why you want to be, uh, just that, that street life, man. I'm just done. You know what I mean? But if you're not done, you're not done. That's I right. guess. I mean, I don't, I don't even know what to tell some of these guys. Like I said, it hurts me. Well, we have to you be know? like Motel 6. We just have to keep the light on, Brother Rico. Amen. That's what we have to do. We have to keep living our lives. We have to still keep doing what God has called us to do. And Amen. as long as we got breath in our body, you know, be at your post. You know, I'm at my post. There are a lot of people that came through the radio ministry. Right, Pastor Terry? Amen. Well, see, that's what there's I'm a, saying. There's that's a lot of people that you sat know, in various seats, and they said, I'm with you. I'm going to be there. And, well, I know that I asked for this. And it's not contingent upon what somebody else does. That's right. It's contingent upon the commitment I made to God. So God kept his commitment. I need to keep mine. Amen. People are going to be who they are at the end of the day. And maybe it's to test my authenticity. God has a right to test me. If I say I'm serving him, if I say I'm on his team, and he starts moving some people around and I start complaining, then I'm more about people than him. Right. Not yeah. to say that's the case with you, but uh, I can get checked too, Brother Rico. And I don't have a problem with that because if God's doing the checking, I need it and I encourage it and I want it. We have a caller. Hello. Good afternoon. You're on Save the Loss at All Costs and God bless you. Hello. I was just calling to tell uh, Rico Diamante that he's doing a good job. Oh, man, that's my and, brother uh, Manny. Hey, Manny. Hey, man. Hey, what's up, brother Manny? Hey, I, I just want you guys, my fam, I, I love this brother right now. He, he works where I do, man. I love this brother. Trust me. God is working on this man right now. He's working on you, brother Manny. You know it. I know it. And your wife knows it. Yeah, we're here in the truck. We took a drive just to come and listen to you guys. Man, I told my <laughs> wife and my kids, man, we got to listen to my homie Rico Diamante because and when we met, we didn't really talk, but as we got to meet each other, we chopped it up, and it's been a big change in my life and my homie Pepe's life, because uh, Rico, you come real with it, and we know that Dude. people hate when we talk about it at work, but they do, man. It's great knowing we have that power around that work, knowing that they need us as much as we need them, though. Well, that's wonderful. Well, God bless you, Brother Manny, and your lovely wife and your lovely children. And we yeah, appreciate he's that, a good man. that you this took is a the good time man, out right uh, to spend some time with us. So we love you, and we in love the God in you. In the name of Jesus, Brother Manny, in the name of Jesus, man. In the name of Jesus, you guys have a good one, Rico. I see you at work, bro. Thank you. Thank you. Well, that's wonderful, Brother oh, Rico. Man. I appreciate that. And I'll so work. that's what it's about. Do we have another caller, Zachary? Okay. So that's what it's about. It's being at your post, being the Rico that God has called you to be. And either they uh, accept it or they don't. But, Pastor, what happened with the prophets of old? They represented and it cost them their lives. Mm-hmm. You know, if and, it's and, anybody. And, this might, and, and Jesus said, you'll lose your life if you want this one. Oh, that's true. 
<laughs> if it's anybody listening out there, though, and you have not yet taken that that critical mm-hmm. step in your life mm-hmm. to receive the Lord Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. I want you to pray a prayer with me. Amen. With us. Amen. Lord Jesus, I know I'm a sinner and I don't want to be. I confess with my mouth that you are Lord. You rose from the dead. I pray that you would be my Lord, my master, most of all, my savior. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for saving my soul. If you prayed that prayer and you really meant that from this day on, you already have your ticket to heaven. Amen. Amen. And welcome Amen. to the family. Welcome to the family. <laughs> Amen. Welcome All you to need the to family. do is find you a church that teaches and preaches the word of God. Get baptized as a public announcement to everyone who know you that you have chosen to follow Jesus. So get that baptism uh, and, and then represent the kingdom of of heaven. Amen. Well, can they come check you out in New Bethel? Absolutely. Well, you want to give them some New Bethel invitation again? It's 400 West Adams. Actually, the east side of the building is on D Street. It's just north of Washington. And uh, we are currently in a new phase. We just got a media program, so we're in a new phase. And so we we are now calling it the Bethel Experience. When you come, you ought to experience God every step of the way from the time you enter the door. Amen. I hope to see you there. Our services start at 10 o'clock on Sunday. We have Bible study at 6 on Tuesdays. Uh, and we just got through having all of this work done. So if you want to come to Bible study Tuesday next week, we'll be back in, in session for Bible study. Come check us out. Amen. Amen. Well, you got a righteous invitation, right, Pastor? <laughs> Amen. All right. That's a for real, for real invitation. So praise God. I like us to go to the book of Hebrews, and I like us to look at chapter 11. Uh, most people uh, have... Uh, gandered at this looked at this but uh, i think it's a uh, very appropriate hebrews as to what we're talking 11. about right now so mm-hmm. hebrews chapter 11 i'm going to read the first three verses i'm coming out of the new king james version and the word of god says this verse one now faith is the substance of things hoped for the evidence of things not seen Two, for by it the elders obtained a good testimony three by faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that the things which are seen were not made of things which are visible. It used the word good testimony in there. Pastor, and obviously it's talking about those that have passed on. Because it says, verse 2, For by it the elders obtained a good testimony. Brother Rico, mm-hmm. you got to continue to run your race. Amen. We got to continue to run our race. Mm. Uh, I expected to get hot in the battle. There are a lot of things out there. You know, the opioid uh, crisis is pandemic. There are 100 people a day dying from it. And that's just one drug. It has surpassed alcohol, you know, cocaine, heroin. Uh, you know, these prescription drugs, right, if right, you right, will. Right. So we are the ones. We are the kingdom warriors. And we've been out here. We've been doing this for a while. And we have to stay the course. And the thing is, is that uh, I don't want to waste my dash, which is my life. Amen. 
Amen. And, and this is that we're doing. It's going to make a difference because, Pastor, you always taught us what you do for Christ is the only thing that matters. That's Come right. On. So are you saved and sober and clean for Christ? There, uh, Rico, you're going to change the world. Amen. Amen. And uh, Pastor and Lady Desiree, Rico and I are the evidence of the work and the commitment that you have with God. Amen. So I thank you. And uh, Sister Nina's not letting up. Brother Rico, I know you're not letting up. No. I want to say I'm this good. to the listeners. If you're listening to this radio program, there was somebody listening to this program that would have committed suicide if they hadn't have been listening, if wow. we hadn't have been on the air. There's somebody who's listening to this program that made a decision that they're going to seek God in their addiction. Amen. Amen. There's somebody who would have had an abortion and they changed their mind because they was listening to this program. Amen. You all need to contribute to this program to keep it on the air. Amen. And I'm not just blowing hot air because because I'm not here when when the shows go off or when they come on and go off, I still support this show. Yes. And I want to make that clear to anybody listening who's been listening for a while. Just because I'm not present in, in the physical does not mean that I'm not supporting the show. Amen. Well, Amen, I receive Pastor. that. Well, the thing is, is that you and Lady Desiree have planted a lot of seeds. They've been watered. And uh, they are manifesting. And they will show up when they need to show up. So I just want to let you know there's a lot in that ground. We love you. God bless you. And save the lost at all costs. It is our humble prayer that the Most High God of all creation and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ continues to bless you and yours without cease for tuning in today and supporting this great move of God with your generous donations. Save the Lost at All Costs is a Holy Spirit-filled, live called-in weekly radio ministry that has been airing since 2005 and serving in the greater Las Vegas community. We can be heard every Sunday at 3.02 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on Las Vegas. Vegas's very own Christian Talk radio stations, 1060 AM and 100.1 FM. Also, you can listen to KKBV Christian Talk Radio anytime via your cell phone. Please dial 605-313-0630. Again, that number is 605-313-0630. That number only works in the United States. Also, we are audio and video streamed in real time during our live broadcast at www.kkvv.com and our website, www.savethelostlv.org. If you would like to re-listen to a previous broadcast at no charge, make an online secure donation, or learn more about our ministry, please visit our website at www.savethelostlv.org. If you prefer, you can mail in a donation. Address it to Save the Lost at All Cost, Inc., P.O. Box number 3350. 5852 North Las Vegas 89033. Again, our P.O. Box number is 335852 North Las Vegas 89033. All donations made to Save the Lost at All Cost Inc. are 100% tax deductible. For more information, please feel free to call or text us at 702-219-6882. Again, 702-219-6882. 
888-285-8882. We would like to thank you again. Remember to remain in Christ, stay prayed up, tune in, and don't forget to save the lost at all costs, no matter what. 